2: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com/slash host. Can you see Did you know this was
0: but the
1: puck comes right to Patterson, who tries a back pass for Besser. In with a shot, he scores. Moments no
2: it only to the line. Hughes curses. Take the two first career NHL goal. Quinn Hughes makes it one-nothing.
0: You're listening to Canucks Conversation. Quinn Hughes the reporter here. Like I don't I do not cover the Canucks. <laughs> yeah. I cover Quinn Hughes. And what he's doing to the Canucks. A member of the Nation Network Podcasts and delivered by DoorDash.
1: Just wave the guy and get Demko involved. I wanted them in and down Wow. We should do a radio show together. <laughs> right on. I want to fist bump you right now.
2: What Pearl Steels cutting in shoots scores! <laughs>
0: Hello, Canucks fans, and welcome back to another episode of the Canucks Conversation brought to you by the great folks over at Zephyr Epic. You can use promo code HockeySeason, capital H, capital S, all one word, HockeySeason. That'll give you $5 off your order at ZephyrEpic.com. That is Z-E-P-H-Y-R, Epic. Check them out on all platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, or is it X now? Instagram, uh, all of them out there. Pick them up, Zephyr No, no Epic. one's going to
1: change that, right? No,
0: it's. I, I'm not going to get started on Follow it. We're not going to start. But you know what you learned in school, and I'm getting started. Look what you've done. Go for it. Let's go. Free shipping at Zephyr Epic, Canada wide on any order over fifty dollars. Once again, that promo code is Hockey Season with a capital H and a capital S. Oh, he, he, here's the thing. Okay, is social media any company? Any company, no matter what you do, any brand yeah would kill for the brand recognition that twitter has oh. like what what is a tweet they they made that That's and a now word. it's yep. it's a word it's like everybody knows that now a tweet twitter all that companies would kill for that brand recognition they go from tweet to post like every other social media site and then repost instead of retweet it's just it's it's yeah anyways this um, Musk
1: guy is all horned up on the letter X. That's the damn problem here.
0: Yeah, I saw something about that. About What's how going na- on? He here? wanted to make PayPal called X, and then the board of governors voted is him that out or something.
1: His kids named like X? His
0: kids named X, yeah. I was 13 I you, once dude. and thought the letter X was really cool. Yeah, I just saw Do You ever <laughs> get on uh, Call of Duty and you see the guys with the usernames that are like XX QuickScope? Yeah, X and then the big yes. like capital
1: X and little X, yeah. That was Elon Musk. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. <laughs> It's stupid. Five years ago when but I was But that's the other thing. That's what, like, the threads, threads yeah. just kind of sucks. Like, it kind of sucks. It's like. Today bro- on Canucks
0: Conversation, does all social media does, suck? Yeah, does,
1: I, man, if Instagram could figure out a way to, like, blow it up where, like, they took over, even though they're kind of the same with threads, it's it's just a, it's an absolute. I wrong. gotta,
0: I gotta be honest with you, Chris.
1: Quran says, can't forget SpaceX.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I got to be honest with you, Chris. Yeah, I'm taking vacation next week, yeah, so yeah. you'll be alone for the show. I don't even know if you're going to do a show. Whatever, we'll figure it I'll out. Do one, yeah. Yeah, maybe you have Harmon in. Maybe, yeah. Um, I'm taking vacation next week, all of next week. You will not see me on Twitter. You, you, I, I, I don't plan on picking up my phone. First time like in a once. long time, I
1: had I went to like the app on the settings, turned the notification off. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah, I'm just I've I've Enough. started
0: to leave my phone at home when I go out. And that's that's that, awesome. the worst
1: part was I come back, I turn them back on. Now I have this different emblem with yeah. all the notifications. Yeah, You went
0: up. into your bachelor party, came back and called X.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so that wasn't great.
0: Yeah. But, Anyways, uh, I'm, I'm just yeah. excited to not use my phone.
1: No, it's, it's really good. That's what I was uh, like. We were down in Port Renfrew uh, five days down there. It was a blast, no service or anything. We had wifi, but uh, you know, we're trying not to use it very much. Spend some time with some buddies, went, did some fishing, couple of rounds of golf. Uh, it was good, but my throat—you might hear it a little bit today. I'm worried. Yeah. I'm worried about, uh, and you should know this extremely well. Voice cracks. I'm just totally worried about one because my voice is—it's weak. It happens. We, yeah, I know it. You know it. But we did. Uh, we had one night where we had the karaoke machine set up, and we sang until about four, four wow. thirty in the morning. Like it was, it was a long night. Some very good performances. I did a couple on. Uh, we were talking about me singing the anthem last week, but I did a couple of songs by Creed. Higher by Creed. Well, and that—that's wrecked me for a week. I don't know that song. You know, I
0: didn't know Hero by Enrique Iglesias until you told me about it. I thought I thought Hero was the song from Shrek. I need a hero, right? Or the one
1: by Chad Kroger. uh, from—he sings Hero from the Nickel. uh, The was not Nickelback? The Spider Man, the original Spider Man movie. It's like the main song in that movie. Oh yes, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I had to think about it. That's a good tr- that's That a is good track, a good tune. That's, pro- that's what... Uh, one time I did karaoke, and I went up to sing Hero. I just told them Hero, and they put on that. And I said, you know what? Like, It's not the song I was looking for, but it's, I'll, I'll do that one, too. So, yeah? Okay. But so, uh, my voice might not be the greatest, but uh, it's coming back. It's coming back. So We got uh, a lot we'll of right.
0: people we got a lot of people in the chat. I, I like it. It's not as huge viewer count right now. We're also starting the show at noon. Usually we start at 1 p.m. Now we've been doing 1230 yeah, shows. But
1: you know what? I've been noticing the podcast numbers really good throughout the summer. That's why we keep doing, you know, we still keep trying to get you guys a show a week uh, throughout the summer. That's right. We've been gearing down a little bit. But, uh, man, yesterday I didn't. I was uh, right into hockey, man, full time. My first day back from my vacation. I was watching hockey all day. You saw this. I uh, was hopping in to watch the World Junior Summer Showcase and see a couple of the Canucks prospects playing. We are very happy to to have you back. Yeah, I've heard. Yeah, I heard. I, uh, the comment section—I've never seen the comment section so happy after me <laughs> taking five days off. I tell you, they—they actually do like me sometimes. It was Dude, nice. everybody, you know what? That was good. The Canucks Army comment
0: section—it took us two years, but we've won them over. Like I'm always interacting with those people. I don't get negative. You know, nobody, no, nobody. There's only a couple
1: to... guys in there that are idiots. Yeah, Most and of honestly, them are I, good. I haven't even
0: had to ban or block anybody except oh, really? for one guy. Yeah I'm not going to get into it
1: <laughs> No we don't have to get into it Um, So I'll, I'll touch on I'll bring up a couple things From the World Junior Summer Showcase Because I tell you uh, And I saw this uh, Good for him too Getting the full uh, Article from Scott Wheeler Wrote it Did you see there was an article About Hunter Brustavich Who uh, by the way Yeah I'm a little rusty He came back yesterday I, In all those clips I tweeted Out of Hunter Brustavich I didn't spell his last name Correct once <laughs> In every single tweet I sent out I spelled, I misspelled it A different way A couple times <laughs> Uh so I yeah, I was a little rusty coming back from vacation on that. That's my bad, but uh, I, I've got it figured out now. Brustevich. Brustevi it's not as uh it's 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 an intimidating word to spell, but it's really not that bad. I thought he was really good. It was uh, team white versus team blue yesterday for USA as they matched up against each other. I thought Brustevich might have been the best defenseman. Like definitely in the first two periods I thought he was really good. He he's a confident little player. He likes to jump into the play, but his jump into the offensive zone are like they're smart. They're they're calculated. He knows what he's doing when he jumps in offensively, and he's really good at moving the puck through the neutral zone as well. So really liked what I saw from him. Dorrington was a little bit quieter. Didn't really do much. Uh, he played some good, you know, he's on the penalty kill, He's like doing those type of things. I don't think he's a flashy type of defenseman. Definitely not like Bruce Devich. Bruce Devich is, he's got some flash and dash to his game for sure. It's an exciting player, and he looked really good in that tournament. And then Elias Pettersson, uh, DPD, he didn't look Great, I didn't think he was uh, It wasn't one of his better games for sure uh, And uh, I thought he was just solid He was very physical, he was pushing around a lot of guys Whenever that Finnish team matches up Against that Swedish team they, you know, I think they like playing each other Because it like brings out some hate between them And that, that's a fun little series to watch So it was a good game yesterday And they got one more uh, on Friday for each of those prospects
0: Was it Eric Carlson? It was some Swedish player Said that the only team that Sweden likes beating more than Canada Is Finland
1: It is it is. And I've been around uh, some scouts normally, like Finnish, and I've been around some Finnish folk and Swedish folk to watch them interact with each other. It's kind of like it's almost like a brother, like a brother's. Uh, like if beef? you were if you were a brother that were like a year apart, and you guys were like competitive, like that's kind of what it feels like. Like Sweden's the older brother, and Finland's Finland's got him a couple times, you know. But Sweden kind of sticks up top, and it's funny watching some uh, the Finns and Swedes go at it a little bit.
0: Well, like you know the story, I got I got to pull it up, but Elias Pedersen's dad. Like he's he's Finnish, right? Yeah, yeah. It was, it was that's a crazy story. I gotta try and remember. There's a it.
1: lot of like flips through, like Yanni Irmo's. Uh, I believe his mom is Swedish or his dad uh, is Swedish, but he's Finnish. So yeah, lots of different little things like that. Um, so we got uh, we got a mailbag today. We're gonna hit a poll question later on the show. We do have a a pretty good bet as well. I put some stats behind it. Quads, uh, a bet. We're gonna do a little baseball bet. So I know you'll like that at the end of the show, but. That's all I really got for the World Junior Summer Showcase. Did I miss anything? we got a couple articles up at Canucks Army right now, uh, so I know you read through it.
0: Patrick Johnson, good pal of the show, PJ. Yep. PJ. Uh, yesterday had an interview with Ethan Bear. Ethan Baer, interested in coming back to the Vancouver Canucks. Hmm. Does that make sense? He said, he said his Maybe. recovery is going well, and then he's probably a little bit ahead of schedule, but he also did say he's most likely still to return in December. So when that bonus to Tyler Myers is paid... In September, mm. do we see something happen? I don't know.
1: It's very possible, right? I think the – I've touched on it, though, a little bit. It's so hard to jump into a season and have a, have some expectations behind you as well. So I, if it is, it's going to be a league minimum deal probably just to get him in the league, right? Like, he he's not signing with anybody until December probably. I don't think a team's taking, taking him on right now. And I, I think there's certain things you can do. Like, once the season starts, I think that's another pressure point to see like i think there's there's certain cap implications after uh, signing a player after the season begins so it might be that kind of situation for Ethan Bear. But uh yeah, like he, the Canucks could always use more right D and Ethan Bear looked pretty damn good in a Canucks jersey last year so I, i'd be happy if they got him back at the right money but i don't i don't think there's i don't even think there's an actual option where the money doesn't make sense, right? It's not like he's getting even like a 1-year deal at like 2.4. Like he, he's coming in under $2 million for sure. Uh, especially coming off the injury and not being able to play till, till December, or really kind of get comfortable by like January, February type of thing. Yeah, if the money makes sense and the timing makes sense, uh, yeah, for sure. And I think if they do move on from Myers, like you said, it's it's certainly possible. And it's good that he's interested in coming back. Yeah, they got to clear up some space, though. Is that the quote that he that I uh, read in that article too, you? Yep, he said the Canucks. He's talked to uh, Patrick Alvin. They got to clear up some space.
0: The more just I think it. about this, I know it's August. I don't want to just you know, we're going to have these conversations a lot. Yeah. But like the Canucks are banking on Ian Cole and Carson Susie to be top four defensemen next season. Yes. Right. Like you assume that Ian Cole is probably going to play his offside. A good series by Stefan Roger right now at Canucks army about the history of Ian Cole and Carson Susie playing their offside because we heard about that, but he kind of dove into it uh, at length. So those are both at Canucks army.com right now. Uh, some breakdowns of what those players were able to do on their offside. Because one of them is going to play with Hughes. You don't think it's going to be Susie, right? Like you think Susie would probably go with Ronick? Yeah, I think so. Right? Ian Cole's got a little more experience. Like, Cole played more minutes on than right Susie last, last year. And, yes, on the right side as well. Um,
1: yeah, Susie didn't do much time on the right.
0: And if you just think about the way... That Tampa Bay structures their blue line.
1: You know, by the way, and Cole wasn't like a full time right side guy either. Exactly. You know, he he did play on the right side, but uh still played a lot of time on the left side too.
0: Yeah. And and the thing the way the thing that I want to mention is the way that Tampa structures their defense, something that really interests me is the fact that they've always kind of had like we we've had this conversation two years ago when we saw them win the cup. When it was yeah, okay, they have really good talent on the left side, then the right side isn't great, right? right? And I know Ian Cole wasn't a part of those cup-winning teams that I just mentioned, but it's still that same sort of philosophy where you have that primary puck mover and that guy who's you know better in the offensive end and is able to play with someone who maybe can't hold down a pairing on their own, but is capable when playing with one of these talented guys like a Quinn Hughes.
1: Yeah, I think that's something that's interesting. Is the Canucks have some of those defensemen where... You, you kind of just want a guy there who makes that defenseman better. And I think that's the thing you haven't seen with Quinn Hughes in a long time is he hasn't had a partner that makes him better. He just has a partner that can play with him. And it'll be interesting to see if, if Cole's that type of player who can make Quinn Hughes better. Let Quinn Hughes be a little bit more even offensively than we've seen him at 5-on-5. Five five. So uh, I'm curious to see what happens here for sure. But uh, Ethan Barrick, he could be in the mix. I could see it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, do you want to jump into the mailbag? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, let's go. Aaron, roll it. Mailbag. We're going with our first question here. Uh, we asked the folks on Twitter, and we also have a poll question. I understand. Yep, we'll get, so we'll to, get that to that, that after. We'll
1: close out the show with the poll question in the bet way. But uh, okay. bulk of it, we got a lot of a lot of questions here. Okay, and so like non- I said, I'm going to try not to cough into the mic here, so I'm going to be turning my mic in and out. Here. This is a non
0: hockey question from Andy. Are you more of a chicken sandwich or chicken strips and nuggets guy? Chicken sandwich for me by a mile.
1: Yeah, I tell you what, the chicken strips uh, at Safeco were very good. Yeah, and. I like the Burger King nuggets when they get the flavored nuggets in. They got uh, they got ketchup-flavored nuggets in there right now. Dill pickle ones are good, too. But, uh, yeah, chicken sandwiches, for a while there, I had to tell myself you, you can order the chicken sandwich when you go out today because I'd go out, and every time I'd get one. It's it's the simplest thing to fall back on, right, chicken sandwich. So uh, I'm off the chicken sandwich. Well, I'm on and off them. I'm still on it a little bit, but I can't do it every single time I go out.
0: The people wanted to Burt Cam.
1: And some people, dogs like yours, uh, the color that they are and the curls they are, some people say you can make them look like a chicken sandwich pretty easily.
0: Yeah, well, he's always looked he looks like, like a little lean, chicken He used chicken to be strip. a
1: nugget. He's evolved into a sandwich. No, I'm I'm a chicken sandwich guy for sure.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I do, but I do appreciate a good chicken strip.
0: Yeah. I think you're overthinking this. I don't think you needed to explain this one. We got a lot of questions. You can't spend this much time on these kind of questions. No,
1: we can spend, we got only got 11 questions here. By the way, we got one question from uh, Threads. Oh, there you go. I touched on it off the top of the show. There you
0: go. All right, let's roll it, Aaron. What's our next one? Also, I should have mentioned... Sorry, I wanted to get this in because we got a little compliment for producer Aaron here uh, and us. This is from Canucklehead. He said, Even when I'm not in the live chat, we always listen to the pod episodes. You guys are our favorite Canucks pod. Best audio balancing of the Canucks pods too. You hear that, producer Aaron? Aaron Bernardo. Shout out to our... uh, producer and name yeah. you can trust exactly. yeah that's
1: awesome <laughs> let's go thank you for noticing yes you know what i, I thought i told you this the other day because we had the, the slip up with the recording last week i oh, yeah. said i felt so bad about it so last week i apologize for that podcast but uh i do think we have some of the best audio quality i you know how serious you know how mad i get quads you when i when we have a bad audio quality episode Oh, you know how that pisses me off.
0: I bought all new equipment so that you stopped yelling at me.
1: Yeah, that's the only... I don't raise my voice unless it's about audio. Put that on my gravestone when I'm (laughs) done. All right.
0: Okay, let's go. go. Aaron, next uh, next question here. From Commander Vander, regular listener of the show. If Tyler Myers plays well in what will presumably be a third-pairing role this season, could you see the Canucks bringing him back at a significantly reduced rate? City seems like a fit for the player IMO. Absolutely. Give me a Tyler Myers extension in November.
1: How much money? Well, it would be something where like because think about Brandon Sutter when he signed back, everyone loved that.
0: If Tyler Myers would be a fan favorite if he was one, two million. Oh
1: God, if Tyler Myers was one point five million, people would love Tyler. Myers. Do you think he'd take that deal? No chance. Yeah, I think he'd because get if more. He hits free agency, he's getting four and a half somewhere.
0: Luke Shen just got two and a half by four years, right? Yeah. No, one, no one's matching that. No, and Tyler Myers be- is probably Tyler Myers is probably looking at like a four by three, maybe not four. Well, I don't know. Luke Shen can do it, <laughs> right? Like,
1: I don't know. You know I, I, I Right think... shot defenseman when they hit the market, it's yeah. you really can't put like a cap on it, especially especially with the cap going up. That's true. Right? That's like, true. You know, he, this is a guy who could easily make five <laughs> L- million dollars next year in free agency, and and that's wild <laughs> because whoever's going to do that is going to they're not going to love it. But then again, he's he's going to be thirty four next year. Oh, that rocks in free agency when he signs it. So I don't think. He, yeah, I think he could get like a three year deal at. 12 million on the open market? Hell yeah. Not me. I don't Yeah, okay, I don't never to
0: mind. Not the Canucks. No, thanks for the question, Brandon. No, Brander, but, but I no. say,
1: hey, if he does do a and Sutter, listen, I just want to be in Vancouver type of deal, I, I think yeah. I, I'd i be fine with him making 1.5. My
0: pocket's sticky. Look at that. I don't know what that is. I get distracted. You know, easily. one time, <laughs> I'll
1: tell you a story about that. I, one time when I was uh, a kid, we had the maple, sugar fe- or the maple syrup festival <laughs> <Okay>. on Vancouver <laughs> okay. Island. Okay. And uh my idea, I was like five or six years old at the time and I'd said, All right, I said, Alright, like oh this maple syrup's so good. They roll it on a stick on the snow and then you roll it up and you put it in your mouth and I said, You know, you know who'd really like this? My mom. And I was like six years old and I'm like I'll just roll one up, put it in my pocket, and get it <laughs> to my mom later. So I had a pocket full of uh maple syrup freshly rolled on there. I get home and I'm like, Hey mom, I brought you home maple syrup and I couldn't even like pull it out of the pocket. She was she was pissed. But, it's uh, the thought
0: that counts. And then
1: I went back when I was volunteering there. I dressed up as the, the big beaver. I was the, the beaver. you they, told me this, yes. Because yeah, they would make yeah. you be the tallest person normally got put in the costume. Yes. A lot of the time I was the tallest person, especially at, at my age, at 13. So, yeah, I was in the beaver. And little those little brats freaking coming up and pulling my beaver tail. Yeah. Yanking my tail a little bit. Can't be doing that. No, and I said, you know, I was, I was getting ready to swing on some of those kids. <laughs> Anyway, I was a kid too at the time.
0: All right, let's go next one. What do we got from Joey Pitt, who's championing and doing a fantastic job with our Vancouver I've Canadians coverage I like over Joey- at. BlueJaysNation.com. Been, if you are a Jays fan, I never fan,
1: clicked Blue Jays Nation before right. like a month ago. Yeah, I like it. I, I read Joey's articles. You and a lot of people, bud. Good. We've had a
0: huge mo- we've had a huge month of July. Yeah, no, it's been cool. over at Blue yeah, Jays Nation. Cool. That site is growing. Well, you are a big Jays Cam.
1: fan. You like to support the team, the uh, Canada's team. Love, you're love,
0: love right. me some Jays. I am wearing my Seas hat right now. Absolutely, go support the Vancouver Canadians, folks. Yeah. Absolutely, go watch the Aqua Sox when they're in town. See Harry Ford, a really good prospect. Mariners catching catching prospect. Okay, we're not going to keep going there. Joey Pitt. Said best arena slash stadium food item in Vancouver Rogers Arena, BC Place, and Nat Bailey. I'll start. Yeah, the carved sandwich.
1: Oh, I know. At
0: Rogers Arena, the carved sandwich. I'm not talking about the smoked meat. I'm talking about the carved sandwich at Rogers Arena was one of the only reasons that I went to games last year and the year before that. One of the only reasons I would go to games is to get that that carved sandwich. Yeah, you love that thing. Especially when I was living alone. Oh, oh my gosh! You couldn't. You... It was either that or cook some noodles yeah, or something.
1: You, you didn't know how to cook at all three years ago. Yeah, well, you've three learned years a lot ago. now. Plus, uh, yeah, I know, your girlfriend's I'm... a great cook. I'll yeah, say that. and she's shown
0: me a lot. But I, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I, uh, I couldn't cook back then. So the carved sandwich and the carved sandwich is still great. It's still absolutely my favorite stadium food without a question. Right. I think second place the Nat Bailey pretzel that comes in a pizza box the big one. Oh yeah give i some love dips me a good it's pretzel, good man. it's good man current Very says good.
1: all are too expensive yeah they are too expensive like i my go to if i'm going to a game mm-hmm. you know what it is i got my normally i get some because i live right here by the arena yeah as you can see from quads backdrop there if, if somebody's coming over to have a couple drinks before we go to a lion's game or whatever, i say okay yeah but just run by costco 12 hot dogs they give you a box and everything you walk walk up here with 12 hot dogs
0: but that's not the best food. It's good bang for, for your, your buck. buck. That's what I'm. No, yeah, I'm,
1: that's not the question. No, but I can have twelve of those, or I can have one Korean barbecue poutine. I, I'll take twelve hot dogs. You you will eat twelve hot dogs over a over one good Korean with, barbecue poutine. Yeah, because I because I care about the people around me. I don't. I'm not selfish, quads. I like. What to the hell are
0: you it. talking about? You've morphed this question into some no. soapbox.
1: No, I haven't. No, this I doesn't just, even make sense. I like to. Everybody around me gets a hot dog. Sounds like communist instead propaganda. Instead of ever, instead of people getting a bite of a poutine, I'd rather them have a hot dog. But if the best, who are these people
0: you're sharing with?
1: Uh, people on the street go that I meet. To, go up to the I press know. box. You're like, hey, guys? Yeah, here's a hot dog. Everybody would be happy to see me. Anyways, the best uh, food item I've had, and I tried a couple of these new ones at BC Place uh, with some lines games. I had the I had a pork chop sandwich. Okay. Oh, that thing sucked on a pineapple bun. Mm. that thing was too dry so mm. that was unfortunate but that makes uh, good pork chops when i went to rugby sevens a few years ago i had that uh, what was that crazy huge burger? carnivore burger or something like that had a little bit of everything and it was like four pounds it was 45 bucks or something yeah what
0: well, what it wasn't called the carnivore burger what was it called yeah, it had like i know that. what you're talking about because i was gonna bring it up but i can't remember I the name it of it, it, it isn't was... it the beast burger no not beast it no something around no. something
1: along those lines
0: it was it was $45, right? It had chicken. Someone yeah. in the comments, help us out here. Uh, it was chicken. Joey,
1: Joey's in the chat right now. He says, did you guys try the pulled pork mac and cheese at the Nat last year? That
0: no. Very
1: good. Is it there this year, Joey? I love uh, pulled pork mac and cheese. My, my favorite thing to put on mac yeah. and cheese is pulled pork. It's so good. Yeah, it's, uh, it's delicious. But I, I honestly think the best thing I have around the ranks... Or around the arenas here, yeah. It's got to just be—it's one of the pretzels. I think I like a warm warm pretzels are hard to beat. Matt Bailey's just such a great experience.
0: So much yeah. fun to go to a Canadiens
1: game. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, I'm good with that. I think uh, I'm not a big nachos at a game guy anymore. I think that's a kids thing more. Yeah. So I'm not a big nachos guy. The dip I like gets a pretzel. me now.
0: The cheese source, beer cheese, yeah, gets me. Yeah.
1: yeah. All right. What else we got? Yeah. Here? Next question. Let's go
0: here. <laughs> Best pizza place in the Lower Mainland. That from regular listener. And known good guy that we see out in Abbotsford, Jesse James Town. Best pizza place in the Lower Mainland. That's tough. I had Pizza Garden last night. It's not tough for me. Okay.
1: You know it's not. AJ's Brooklyn Pizza Joint. That's right. I've never had it, and I, I really want to try it. It's it. the best. It's not nowhere's close. They gotta to deliver to
0: Coquitlam, and I'll have it.
1: Yeah, no, and <laughs> you don't you don't do, uh, order delivery. They got too many. orders. Yeah, you gotta right. go in. You just go in there. You get it's it's an awesome spot. AJ's Brooklyn Pizza Joint's the best.
0: Did you see? I, I was talking to you briefly about this off air. Gordon Ramsay bringing his first restaurant to the beautiful municipality of Coquitlam, British Columbia. That's right. First restaurant in Canada for Gordon Ramsay, or maybe BC. Uh, coming to Coquitlam at the Hard Rock Casino. Oh. I played slots for the first time at the Hard Rock Casino. I yeah. went at 2 p.m. on a Tuesday with Ooh, one of my friends. Sound like me. The casino crowd at that time. Yeah, it was, it was interesting, yeah. to say the least. Okay,
1: I, I've been there one time. I went and did my taxes and uh, was walking by. So <laughs> walked right by the casino. I went in for a couple hundred bucks. Just, <laughs> What's
0: my return going to be? Yeah,
1: I knew my return <laughs> was going to be coming in a couple weeks anyways. Let me double my return. AJ's is the best, though. It is. I don't don't think it's close. You can get the the deep, those kind of, like, squared ones with the cooked up cheese on the outside. Come on. It's unreal.
0: Okay. Let's go. Uh, Next question, Aaron. From Andy. Taco Bell or Taco Time? Taco Bell, no question. Supreme fries are ridiculously good.
1: Yeah, I mean... No
0: no contest. You don't have to try to justify. Well no, I
1: can justify because when I you know I used to manage the A and W at uh, Woodgrove Mall.
0: Did you? I haven't heard.
1: i told you a couple times. And uh the taco time <laughs>
0: This month you've told there me. There used to be a taco times.
1: time uh since you got here. The, there was a taco time in the food court and we would do trades with them all the time. They like chicken strips. <laughs> as we're going full circle here with our earlier questions. So I would give them a bunch of frozen chicken strips and they'd do like Mexi fries and stuff like that. I think it's pretty hard to beat the Mexi Fries Deluxe as like a That's as fair. a side. It's a very very good side, and Taco Bell has some really awesome, you know, cool featured items. Yeah, time. it's not close, but it's like a real staple item. I, I think the best item of these two places is Mex is Mexi Fries Deluxe. Yeah, okay. Like if Taco Bell has a cool Doritos, cool Ranch, Wrap, Supreme, breakfast, dinner, sausage, egg and cheese yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. then that sounds good too. Does it? <laughs> I like some of their stuff, and I like that Taco Bell has the uh, Baja Blast.
0: Yeah. Okay. So that so,
1: puts some. You know, that's the only spot I've you can get been it.
0: drinking some different drinks because this snack shop that I've told you about. Yeah. I had the Baja Blast. I've been getting different flavors of Mountain Dew. I got the Summer Blast. Mm-hmm. Have you had this? It's like the flavor of those. Uh, what's it called? The popsicles that are like red, white, and blue.
1: Oh, ice pop. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. that no, I flavor. Had that
0: one. And I also got Nitro Pepsi. So it has less bubbles. I had it has the nitro Pepsi, nitrous one. or whatever. I had the
1: vanilla of nitrous uh, Pepsi. That
0: yeah, was. Very, that's what I have. It's yeah. good. I
1: didn't love it. Really? Yeah, I miss the bubbles. I like. The bubbles. I don't like the bubbles. It sit really? weird. I, always I didn't burp. like how the can sound when it opened too. It sounded like the can was dead.
0: The can? Yes, I yeah, noticed that. I was weird. like, did I do something wrong? And then yeah. Anyways, okay, let's go to the next. Aaron one. Aaron
1: says Taco Bell, not even close. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know,
0: Elon. Said, if they were eligible, where would Hirose and Carlson slide into your prospect rankings? This See, is obviously a question for you.
1: Yeah, you know, it's so hard because when you... I think it's so hard to compare a 23-year-old guy to an 18-year-old. 24. 24-year-old 24 with uh, with Hirose. Yeah, and Carlson, I think, is 23. Like they've already you know we've seen nhl games from Hirose, so he, that's good to see obviously and his age to be where he's at is is a positive i mean some of the prospects on the canucks top 10 list probably won't get to the point of where Hirose's already done and that's sad but that's how prospects work out sometimes you know maybe lucas forsell doesn't get to the nhl that could be a very possible thing outcome that happens with him in his career so i think Hirose would have been in that kind of 7 7 to 10 range And I think Carlson, yeah, he had a really good year, and I liked a lot what he did, but he'd be in the 9-10 to range. Like, I don't get more excited about Linus Carlson than I do about Arshtie Baines, I think, right? Because Arshtie Baines is a little bit younger. and He's already showed quite a bit, a little bit of versatility to fit in the bottom six role at the NHL level. Carlson's done a decent amount of that too, but I don't think at the level that Baines did, then when you take the age into consideration, that's where I really have to balance out certain things with age, right? Like, that's... That's kind of the difficult thing with that's why that's why I wanted to do a cut off at twenty two years old. So I think they'd be both near the end of the top ten, but then you have to really make an argument on the younger player and think, okay, how much further ahead is this guy? So I think Hirose would be higher up than than Carlson.
0: The other thing is you're also having to take into account ceiling versus floor as well. Sure, right? Like there's a lot that goes into it, and so. that's the
1: thing you start to see the ceiling and the floor kind of come together when a player yes. gets closer to twenty three, twenty four. Yeah. Like, think about Jack Rathbun, how much his ceilings come down, and you're kind of starting to see a balance, right? Like That's yeah. that's an example of a player at that So age. answer the so,
0: question. Where would you put him?
1: Yeah, I would put Hirose a little bit higher than Carlson, but I think both of them would have to really scratch and claw to get into the 7, 8, 9, 10 spot. Really?
0: interesting because
1: yeah, I think Baines, like, I, I feel better about Baines as an NHL player than Carlson. Okay. Right? Like, I, I don't think that. And we got another question here. Karan says, does Carlson get into some nhl games next year yeah i do think he does too i i can see carlson getting into some nhl games especially as if he has a hot start in the AHL and he's you know first power play first penalty kill top line Th- those are all very possible things for him next year in the hl and i think that type of player will get a call up at some point he'll play some nhl games
0: all right next yeah. question aaron let's roll
1: hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter
0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash loss. That's plushcare.com slash loss. From Jesse. What He's are your projections for Aiden McDonough this year? Both McDonough and Carlson look like players potentially with talk it written all over them. Big, gritty, and can shoot. Who do you think has a higher ceiling and shorter NHL route? Or is it root?
1: I'd go with either or. Um... Yeah, with the projections for Aiden McDonough, I expect him to start in the AHL, right? I don't think I'd be pretty shocked if he wasn't oh, yeah. in the AHL to start the season. I I can also see his big body being something that yeah, like like Jesse said in the tweet, like you know, Talkit could get uh, could get down with that as a as a fourth line type of player. Maybe there's maybe there's something not working out with Huglander in Tockett's lineup or something like that and he wants a bigger body and McDonough if McDonough can understand that he has to play a bottom six role, I think he can be very useful. Um, and if he can really hone his skills of being a fourth-line type of player, he'll play. So, projections, I think he's going to score a lot. I think McDonough's going to be in the AHL scoring a ton, being on the first power play unit. Uh, and as for a higher ceiling and shorter NHL route, I, I mean, both are really close, right? Like McDonough and Carlson, I, I think their NHL route, they're, the road to that, to getting into the NHL and playing, it, they're both very close. I don't think you can say one's even that much further ahead than the other. I think maybe... I would say Carlson because he has been able to kill penalties in the AHL. You haven't seen McDonough been on the power play or the or the penalty kill in the AHL or the NHL yet. So I think maybe Carlson would be a little bit ahead, um, but I, I think they're both right there, and I think they're going to be battling against each other for the next couple of years probably as Canucks, uh, not really prospects anymore, but Canucks players on the cusp of, of the AHL and the NHL. Depth. Depth, right? Depth, yeah. All
0: depth. Okay, let's roll. It's from J. L. All right, There's you gotta take one here.
1: I am losing it. The voice is gone. I t- listen. I had a couple of these big old Cuban cigars on my bachelor <laughs> party. <laughs> these, and I don't think you are supposed to inhale them. I think you are supposed to just like you know put it, you know, blow, give it a little suck and then <laughs> blow it out. Yeah, totally. I, I gave. I was sucking too much.
0: Okay, I am gonna take over
1: now. <laughs> yeah, you gotta take one here when you watch hockey.
0: Going. Are you hardwired now to view it like an analyst and break down plays and rate performances? Does having a job in hockey take away from your ability to just enjoy it as a fan? Absolutely, it does. Oh, a, th-
1: a thousand percent. <laughs> a
0: thousand and ten percent, folks. And every- Look, hey, we could be working crappier jobs. That's what I always say. Sure. Anytime. I, I thought of
1: this question yeah. yesterday. I know I wanted to let you run, but you know when you and I, would play Rocket League at nine o'clock, Okay. If mm-hmm. I ju- if I were like, hey quads, you want to jump onto a Rocket League game after the show, and you'd be like, yeah, we we play a Rocket League game together. There's something different about playing in the tournament at nine, and I think that's what requires it for me is that the games are just because we're at games so often, like I, I I miss out on the excitement of it being an event, yeah. And I think that's what I that's why I love listen going down to the Mariners and Jays game, going to Lions game, going to C's games, like it's an event again for us, which is awesome. And that's what I love about sports. It's yeah. just that I think that's the part that's gone away is going down to a Canucks game isn't an event and I still enjoy it. I still love talking to the players and watching the best hockey in the world be played, but it's not an event anymore. And when it's not an event for you, you kind of miss the, the chance of kind of just enjoying it. Right? Like I, I think that's why I'm saying. They almost need to get to like the playoffs now because I haven't seen that. That's almost like a tournament again. Do you
0: remember how much fun we had in the bubble when it was bubble? Like that's when we real Canucks combo really took off. Mm. Was during the bubble. Yep. When we were doing shows almost every day in the middle of August, so the weather was nice. Oh, that was the last. Well, I don't want to say the last time I had fun, but. That was the last time I was watching the games and was really, really into it. Now cool. I'm just like, okay, I'll watch this. I need to know what I'm talking about. Uh, this player did this. This player did this. Okay, now I got an hour before I get to edit the stanchies. Let me take a bit of a break. Right, it, it's it changed it's a worked. little
1: bit for me though. Like I, with the Abbotsford team, I watched like a young team really grow up and learn a lot of things. Yeah. the season, and I was emotionally engaged. I just I couldn't be emotionally engaged with the Vancouver Canucks last year. And it was fun. Why, in Abbotsford. why would I be? Abbotsford was something I could. Dude, get emotionally half the invested.
0: Canucks weren't emotionally engaged with exactly. the Vancouver Canucks, and all
1: of the media wasn't. But you know, like the Abbotsford series was. It was like I said. It was like the nine o'clock tournament for us in Rocket League. Like it meant something. It was uh, there was some buildup throughout the season. It was the playoffs. Like the atmosphere was incredible. Yeah, the fan like you saw it on the game in the playoff game out there towels spinning like that was did you see anything like that at Rogers exactly. Arena all year long no the it was thing, such a great environment there in was Abbotsford. jerseys being thrown out on the ice throughout the season yeah. like I mean Abbotsford like that you know it did crank it up a little bit and Lisa brings up a good point come down for a Thunderbirds game yeah I am sure that the Thunderbirds fans just loved it so much because of that and I think like because they had such a good fun team and we'll be down this year quads we're going down when uh when Prince George plays Seattle we're going down uh to get a couple of prospects I got Minio. you got uh Ty Young, your buddy. Catch a Mariners game as well. Yeah.
0: Mar- we'll Mariners see. playoff game.
1: Yeah, I don't know about that. But, yeah, no, I – And I think that's why I, I appreciate – I love going to Lions games. I love going to Seas games so much now because uh, the hockey games just aren't aren't events anymore. Yeah. I, and I want – They can be. They could become. So we'll have to – And this isn't,
0: this isn't to do some, oh, poor us. No, 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 <laughs> like, not at all. Like I, we, we don't mind what we do for work. I,
1: I, I just think that, yeah, I – what we do for work would just be—it could be the most unreal s- job in the world. If the Canucks were good again, it would be the coolest It'd be job. More ever. fun.
0: We'd have to work longer.
1: That's fine. I don't care. If I'd rather than be in the playoffs. That's fair. Yeah, no,
0: it's more fun. It's but more fun to cover a winner. That's why right? I get
1: emotionally invested in prospects and, yep. and the AHL team because there's something you know. There's some give back there. They
0: can't disappoint you for at least four years.
1: Exactly. Yeah, they got years and years and years.
0: Yeah, years to disappoint you.
1: Uh, okay. And they'll do it.
0: Poll question. We, oh, no, oh, sorry. We have more mailbag. Let's go. Let, sorry. Okay, we'll do some quicker answers. Yeah. If you could take one Canucks defenseman in his prime for 2000 to 2010 era, who would it be and why? This is from Aaron on Twitter, and I reached out to Aaron because his question wasn't worded the best. So what Aaron meant was if you could take any Canucks defenseman from, from this era, from 2000 to 2010, and yeah. put him on the current team, who would it be? has to be Jovanovsky or Oland, right? Like It has to be one of those guys.
1: Yeah. Who? Who? Who else? Like, you could, if you're talking prime, like Sammy Sallow in his absolute prime. Was yeah, like was on the same. Level. But we're
0: talking, we're talking. Who would you like to play like with? Quinn Hughes is kind of what we're referring to, right? Sure. Is Sammy Sallow, so, the best so fit for Olin, Quinn Hughes.
1: So Matias Olin would be the best. Yeah. fit, but he's a lefty.
0: Yeah, exactly. That that's where but the I question. Tell you
1: what man? You got. You know, Sammy Salo had 14 goals one year. He was electric, and like his shot was one of the best. Krone said
0: Erhoff, but wasn't Erhoff after 2010? Ye- no, Erhoff came in 2009, 2009 right? Think,
1: 2010, yeah,
0: yeah. It's an interesting question.
1: No, and I, I think I think Matthias Olin is the answer.
0: Here's here's another. But one here's for the you. other thing. Yeah,
1: Jovanoski at his prime was on like Team Canada, right? Like when he yeah. was in his prime, he was yep. unreal too. So it depends if you're going with like. Tenure over their time in the 2000s, or if you're just talking about the best player at their peak at the best point?
0: Here's another question for you okay. any Canuck of any era to get that team in the early 2000s over the hump?
1: Any Canuck to go to that team? Yep. Oh, man. Um, I think
0: the answer is so simple Roberto Luongo.
1: To get over the hump now or to go back? No, no, no. To go back in time. In 2009
0: tw- or no, 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 no. 2003. Okay. Okay?
1: Oh, okay. You, you you get what I'm saying now? Yeah, now I This is understand. just
0: me throwing a hypothetical yeah, question. I'll, so if you bring Luongo it's to Luongo, the West Coast Express. If Luongo in his prime with the West Coast Express, that team wins a cup. Mm,
1: yeah. Right? Yeah.
0: Well, maybe not in the playoffs. <laughs> they got to win the playoffs. and yeah, I mean, Do you want Luongo in net for the playoffs?
1: I think so. I mean, who else do you want back there? Yeah, Exactly. The um,
0: you want the best goalie in franchise? Yeah, history. I
1: would. I think I'd go with uh, if we're talking best player at their peak right now and just jumping onto the Canucks. I think it's Matthias Olin, just because like he was so solid, man. He was so good. So it's August when he and was good. He was on his game.
0: We're thinking of different uh, summer content ideas. Yeah. I started throwing this around of like who would be the best coaching staff in like a three-on-three tournament. I don't talk it through this out He said he, yeah. he said that his Talkit talk, thinks his guys could take anybody, which yeah.
1: he I said physically for sure. <laughs> like, well, yeah, they
0: got Adam Foot, they have Talkit himself. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, we got we got to get on the rooftop with him soon. We will. We yeah. got to have that interview. We will. We got to. Cuz I want to ask him this question of who, who which which coaching staff would put put up the best fight against them? Cuz I think with Gonchar, Foot and Talkit as your 3, that's probably... And you know
1: Patrick Alvina, he used to be a goon himself.
0: Patrick Alvine, you get Patrick Alvine out there, whisper a number in his ear on the bench, get him to hop over the boards.
1: For people that don't know Patrick Alvino's, uh streak of being a goon...
0: Is he a goon? I don't think goon's the right word. <laughs> oh,
1: really? Because in the 1997-98 oh, really? season, yeah. he had 139 penalty minutes in 28 games. So he's averaging about five penalty minutes a game. <laughs> Which, you know what? Why That's, haven't we
0: asked him about that season?
1: I will. I would love to ask him about that one of these days. <laughs> that rocks. Yeah. Okay. Just a good stay-at-home defenseman. <laughs> okay. All right, next, next question. question. Let's go. What do we got? What do we got here?
0: Marcus and Gibson's, what is your holy grail fast food?
1: Oh, it, one item? Yeah. Come on. You know what it is. Loaded curlies from uh, yeah. Arby's. Those are very good. But going down to the States, we would check Chick-fil-A a couple times. Oh, man. Chick Fil A's got some some real good. Uh, I haven't been there ever. Oh man, the I nuggets should. are damn good. The chicken, bur- we had a breakfast uh, chicken biscuit. Those are damn good too.
2: Hey,
0: you should come with me. i was freaking. I'm looking around. All my friends work. Uh, day trip to Seattle to watch the Padres next week. Tickets are ten dollars for the Mariners. Right I thought now. about.
1: It. I th- yeah, I said I'd be down. Yeah. Okay, we'll we'll,
0: we'll talk. We'll talk because they play next week, and uh, all my Her friends says, says, have. Sushi is the best jobs.
1: fast food. Don't at me.
0: But is it fast food?
1: Yeah. No, it's If you're not. just buying the tray. Like, if you're buying the tray from the stuff. That's oh, a, yeah. Okay. Like, that, uh, yeah.
0: I disagree, then. I disagree.
1: The best fast food, I tell you, I think it's... uh, I, Like, if you're in the food court, a little slice of pie from Pizza Garden, like you were saying. That yeah, yeah, there, yeah. In that mall there, Brentwood? Yeah. I like a good slice of pie real quick. Yep. Back in the day when I was a kid, you, two for five you used to be able to get out some mm. of these cheaper pizza places. Good luck now.
0: Okay, so Mariners game next week. We'll do a Patreon blog. Patreon.com slash Canucks Convo. Five and ten dollars to get you all the bonus content. Okay, right. next question.
1: Yeah, thank you, Lisa. Chick-fil-A close. This on one stuff. is our
0: one from Thread. Hey, look at this. Thread. From Jake L Credible.
1: JL Credible.
0: Fave Cuisine is a Vancouverite. Where are some of your go-to places? Golden Boot in Coquitlam. Fantastic Italian food.
1: I haven't been there yet.
0: You haven't, and oh. it's a shame. Good lunches, too. Really good paninis. man, man. man I... Cheap too. It's you not know what, expensive. Uh, we for did lunch. the one
1: time was uh, it was Korean chicken and waffles. Okay. I think Korean food is one of my favorites. I love Seems the underrated. spice in Korean food. It's like um, it's enough kick to to get your nose running, but also like some sweetness behind the kick in Korean spicy food. And I and I'm talking more about like the dry spice that comes with Korean food, but also at the same time like even like the the more wet beef, I guess that kind of is more marinated. Like mm-hmm. I, I just really like the flavors in Korean food. And I think we got we got a lot of really good spots here in, uh, in Vancouver. I, I'll tell you what though too, one of my favorite dishes is just getting like Vietnamese noodles, the really thin like rice noodles. Mm. I think you get that in like a bowl, and the, the way they stock stuff in there, Vietnamese food is also very good. We got a really good scene. Uh, in Vancouver as well, with that, uh, even down to Surrey. Um, I'm really
0: excited for the Gordon Ramsay Burger Place.
1: Sure, yeah. No, we got a lot of really good. And food there's, here.
0: hey, shout out Bin Four, Bin Four Burger Lounge
1: from the island. Yeah, from the island, good island folk. Down they there.
0: got a place in North Burnaby now. Fantastic. Bin Four is really good. Very, very yeah. good burgers. I
1: used to live beside the only one when it was in Victoria. We were mm. uh, not very far away from it, and we would go there, you know, Saturdays to to get the night started. Almost any vegetarian
0: spots you can recommend? Because I don't think I can.
1: Um, Freshy, I oh, don't know. They have meat. I don't yeah, know. No, I'm, sorry, uh, I haven't uh, lived a day as a vegetarian. So yeah, sorry about sorry that. I shouldn't have even read that. <laughs> I was like, you're not going to know, and no, I definitely no, no, don't no, know no. any. Know what? Uh, yeah,
0: you don't know one vegetarian
1: place. Uh, tractor, what? Tractor's good. People like Tractor. I got the oh, oh I was going uh, to say I got the no, pork sandwich v- there. I've had a vegetarian one that I liked before is um, at uh, Tasty Indian Bistro. Mm-hmm. They have the the cheese. I forget what it's called now. The, uh, the cheese squares, those are really good. Uh, and dosas have good vegetarian options as well. Have you ever had a dosa? No. Huge, big, huge roll rolled up a food. That's really good.
0: All right. Okay, that's our last mailbag question. So thank you is to everybody got who no more? got... Yeah, that's it. Okay. Thank you to everybody who got questions in. Now it is time for our poll question. We're asking you the question today, folks, on our mailbag episode our poll question as always brought to you by the great folks over at atlas goods go to atlasgds.com use promo code cc15 oh, that will good. get you 15 percent off your first order of pop rinds these are the best fresh pork rinds straight from your microwave or air fryer they're not like the pop rinds or the pork rinds that you've had at the grocery store these uh. are pop rinds they pop like popcorn they come small they expand in your air fryer Basically, or microwave. Basically,
1: the exact same as a popcorn. It's like a kernel, but it's a meat kernel. Exactly, and you put whatever seasoning they you call want. Them that? They call popcorn them meat kernel? Seasoning?
0: Uh, I don't think so. They should. A little popcorn seasoning of your whatever flavor you like the most, throw it on there. Going out Trader uh,
1: Joe's, they got a cheese flavor one. I got this for uh, when Cheech joins us in the studio. That's right. As well, Trader uh, right. Joe's ketchup. Give that to Cheech when he comes in the studio here at some point and give hangs out with us.
0: Okay, our poll question today: Which summer sport has your attention the most as a Vancouver sports fan? Football, in brackets, the BC Lions. Baseball with the Canadians and the MLB. Soccer with the World Cup and the White Caps. And as always, I'm angry. Coming at the back right now is baseball, and that's obviously what I'm picking. That's you know I've watched a baseball game every day this offseason. I think, um, which has been really nice.
1: Uh, Lisa in the chat. I voted. I'm angry because I don't care for those sports. Karan says I'm always angry. So, I, I I can I understand people that there's a lot of people a lot more people than you think. Just take the summer. Listen, go, like enjoy that. It's hard. It's hard to be fully locked in on a sport all year long, especially if you're doing it for hockey. So I understand people taking the summers to just enjoy it, and the weather's way better right now too. Lynn
0: Craig, shout out Lynn Craig. Responded to our tweet. It said it's summer I'm outside.
1: Yeah. No, That's a true. great response. That's no, true. Yes.
0: Uh and then George said lacrosse is better than all of those. So someone in the replies
1: talking about ultimate. You ever played ultimate before?
0: No, I have watched it and been very confused.
1: Oh, it's you know, I thought it was a uh, frisbee golf actually when I You read know that. one of my You ever played froth? You ever frothed?
0: Uh yeah, I'm I'm I, frolfing I today. Really? I'm frolfing today.
1: I used to play when I was young. It yeah, was
0: I'm pretty excited. I'm going to play a lot of froth and golf next week. It's going to be a lot of fun. But Geron Ultimate, says, my cousin's a good Ultimate player. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and nice. that's that's how I've watched the sport is her playing. And It's like co-ed. Do you know there's no refs in Ultimate? Even the highest level, there's really? no refs. Wow. It's a game based on, like, honor. Yikes. I think that's going to change one day as it gets more and more competitive. I think. I don't know. Maybe. I was a little confused about by the sport. But it's it's it's, it's yeah, you it's get it. Game. It's, it's it, You watch it and you're like, okay, there's an end zone, clearly. Sure. You clearly can't run the ball or the disc. You have to, you get three steps and then you got to throw it. And then there's like interceptions and stuff. Okay.
1: You can't tackle. I don't know if it's Scott me locked in. I like Frolf more, I think.
0: Mm, Frolf. Frolf's maybe more fun to play. Probably, yeah. I like Frolf. I like yeah. Frolfing.
1: Yeah. There's a good Frolf. Yeah. Jarhead says, Frolf how about places. the Vancouver Bandits basketball team? I haven't been to one of those games yet. I haven't. Uh, I haven't checked it out. I've seen their clips here and there. It looks fun, um, but no, I haven't made it. Up. I would go watch one for sure. But I mean, like, uh, I don't mean this in like a bad way. But I, I'd rather go watch like uh, like my little sister plays basketball at a pretty high level in yeah. high school. I'd rather go watch her play. Yeah, than, I'd rather sorry, go watch but, like, my like, cousin play ultimate yeah, than. The I'd watch my family play more than like uh, than the Vancouver Bandits. They haven't drawn me into that point. Oh, that's fair. Like i I'd, I'd rather go. I'd rather go to a wrestling event. Than, sure. than the bandits.
0: Why are you picking it, on the bandits, man?
1: <laughs> I'm just saying. Like I, I, I'd love to be excited about basketball. I'm just not not excited about the. That's true.
0: Right, I don't love basketball either. Who do
1: you pick here? You're going with the uh, baseball. I'm going right? baseball. Yeah, yeah. I'd have to go lions. I, I think they've drawn me in the most, especially this year as a Vancouver sports fan. Like, uh, they, they're the ones I've had the most fun going to games. I
0: have always liked the Vancouver Canadians. I've always liked going to Vancouver Canadians games for sure. Last year was aren't my they first... unreal right now too? Yes, they are very good. Yeah. Last year was my first Lions game. I had a ball of a time. I went again this year to the home opener. Awesome, awesome time. And I, I really I really like what the Lions are doing. I watched one of the most boring football games I've ever seen sure. in that home opener against the Edmonton Elks. Who, by the way, Aaron, come get your boys. They are
1: awful, the Elks. Yeah, I don't I think Edmonton's even abandoned the Elks. Yeah, I think so. Those aren't any. Aaron, most- what do
0: Edmontonians think about the Elks? Give us an Edmonton person's perspective here.
2: Well, as a guy who just went to the last Elks game. To see history get made as the worst North American home team ever. Dude, it's like, it's barely even filled. Nobody gives a shit about anything about it. The games are just there. I mean, it's a good venue. Commonwealth is nice. right? Mm -hmm. So there's that. But nobody talks about it. Nobody cares. It's hard to watch. Like, they're that bad. I think there's been two games this year that we put up donuts in the CFL.
1: Both against the BC Lions, and you'll get one point. BC Lions shut them out twice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, and that's that's what's strange because we're. I think that's the weird thing is uh, I can't imagine the CFL doing great in Edmonton, but like in BC, it feels like you know, quads. You're a younger, you're a younger person. People are are paying a little bit more attention than I think in my in the last ten years. I've really felt about the Lions.
0: Here's here's what I'll say about
1: and in Edmonton, I can't imagine anybody is. It's the gaining. complete opposite. Yeah, this is the least
0: anyone's
2: cared.
1: Just losing fans by the day, while well, it feels like the Lions really by the day are, are picking up. Yes, more and the more
0: Lions fans. are doing the most to gain fans. I would say the Canadians are shortly like behind them. I'd say the Canadians have done a lot, especially in recent years. Right. Um, with more you presume on the way, but in terms of the CFL versus minor league baseball, especially with the pitch clock edition, right. A lot of people can go to a Canadiens game and just have fun not knowing what's going on no, on the field. I, I
1: get all that, but here's the thing. I think that the that was something in Vancouver for like five summers. And there was no real push from the Lions. Like last year, the yeah. Rourke, the Nathan Rourke stuff was exciting BC kid. He's playing for your local team. That's all great. And then he left. And it was like, how are they going to follow it up? But
0: they built on but it. But
1: they've done such yeah. a good job of making... The C's still get praised for how they do a game perform, like how they the production behind a C's game is incredible. And I've worked behind, I've produced uh, those games on Sportsnet back when I worked there. There's a lot of things behind the scenes where you see a baseball game together, and it's a great event. But I tell you, the Lions, the Lions now are created themselves as the better event to go to. If you, yes, if I sure. told you, hey, do you want to go to a Lions game or a C's game? i the Lions one game. is yeah, but the Lions one is more of an event. You're right. Yep. That's because of the like the ownership. They've done an incredible job there. Yep, Amar Doman and his uh, crew. I think I'm
2: biased in Edmonton, but it's kind of sw- swapped. I'm hearing more people would want to come to the Riverhawks game yep. than the Elks game. And granted, the Riverhawks aren't even that good. But once again, and I mean, I'm biased, the in-game production is way better. It's more fun. There's more theme. There's more interactive stuff to do. Because especially every three outs, they got to change out. The pitcher's got to throw eight pitches that gives you time to fill in and entertain, which is the thing that baseball allows.
0: Yeah, and, and and it goes back to what I just said about how you can go to a baseball game without really knowing much about baseball and the rules, and you're still going to have a great time. Yeah, especially you know nice sunny day. A little different if it's raining, I'd say.
1: Yeah, but, I think it, there is a little bit of a different feel. Also, I think being in a being in a football stadium. And being in a baseball stadium is such a different vibe, too, right? Like there, there's such a more laid back vibe. I feel like when you're in bleachers and you're open and there's space behind you and there's you know air behind you and in front of you and above you, like Lions game is a little bit different. Like if you are looking for an afternoon to chill and drink beer, it's hard to beat a baseball game.
0: Hardly any lineups to get into the Canadians games. Yeah, there's so many gates. I don't even think they have security. You just walk in. No, yeah, yeah. Well, hey,
1: be careful with that. You're going to get us in trouble. No, you know what I mean. Zickel's going to be on line one here. Zickel? Yeah, he does a great job. Yeah, Zickel's great with them. Padres fan. Yeah, he is a Who just fan. got
0: married. I don't know if yeah, he's he ever going to listen to this, but shout out Tyler Zickel, yeah. who just tied the knot.
1: Yeah, former uh, regular guest on our uh, Sportsnet show.
0: And that was so much fun, too. Mm-hmm. Like, it was so much fun to have him on and have him explain, you know prospect stuff because now you're seeing these guys get I called up it. to the double a AA and triple a level hell you're seeing some love, of them make their mlb debuts you talk
1: to someone from like the lions or someone who's passionate about the lions or the or the seas uh, joey's a good example of this uh you want like it, it's cool to just be curious and ask these guys who yeah. have been following it about a sport that you you know you care about a, a little bit on the side you know and it's nice to have someone who's passionate about it here zickle's a great example for the seas he does a really good job over there. Yeah. You know, former uh, he, was, he was a good player in his own right back in the day. Joey Pitt. No, Zickel. Zickle. Zickle was a good you player.
0: You said back. Joey. No. You nope. said Joey. All
1: right. Well, I'm, I'm Joey's lost. doing a great job too Joey's over at Jay's Nation. Job. That's what I'm saying, yeah. <laughs> All
0: right. Uh do we have anything else? Oh, no, Betway, let's Betway, go. Yeah. Roll. Roll Yo, yeah,
1: away. I bet I put, set this one up for you. Lots of stuff for you to get into quads. So I'm gonna give you the option here. I, I've included I'm going to go with the under. You can go with the over. We're going with Shohei Ohtani strikeouts tonight. We'll get this graphic up because I need a little bit of help on some of the numbers. They're playing the Mariners? They're playing the Mariners tonight.
0: I thought they were playing Shohei the Shohei
1: Ohtani is on the mound. I'm going Shohei Ohtani under 7.5 strikeouts at plus 120. $10 bet's going to return you 22. Shohei has struck out 7, 9, and 8 over his last three starts. He's coming off that nine-inning shutout, which was incredible. You remember that? Has not given up more than seven hits in a start since June second. He's hit the under of seven point five in nine of his twenty starts. I just think when you come off of three, where you strike out seven, nine, and eight, as good as Shohei is, it's really hard to keep that number at eight or nine for the next start. I like especially this bet. after a seven, nine, eight.
0: I like this bet, and I'll tell you why. So Marrows, I'm going under. I like it, and yeah. I agree with you. I'm not taking the over. I agree with you. The Mariners struck out eight times last night mm. against Cutter Crawford and the Boston bullpen. They came back in that game, but they were looking lifeless to start that game. And the Mariners have been playing very well as of late. The Mariners are rolling right now and, you know, six and four in their last 10. They're now closer to a playoff spot, and there might be some sort of push, even though I don't think so, because they're one of the only teams in the AL wildcard race that sold at the deadline instead of buying and they didn't even go all in on selling so who knows what's going to happen but this team is saying stuff like yeah nobody believes in us and they're talking about their management and they've been on a heater lately so after eight strikeouts last night I don't think they repeat that tonight two of those came from Julio You
1: think they're locked in they're they're not striking Yeah I don't
0: think they're going to strike out a lot against Shohei tonight Although I don't know if it's a nice if it's a So here's the,
1: if you want to go over with him um, Ten dollars will get you sixteen oh six. You'll get that at minus one sixty six. If you want to hit mm. the over, I don't think the money is there on the over. I think the money is there on the under. All right, I like it. Yeah. I like it. Let's see how they do. Seattle Mariners and it's uh, LA Angels tonight, tonight at six forty. Six forty. Six thirty eight. First pitch. You know what I like
0: about baseball? Right on time with the first pitch. Oh, you know
1: it. They don't. You, they don't. Yeah. slack.
0: No anthems. Well, they do anthems, but they're not televised. Yeah. Right. Like. It's awesome. Anyways, uh, speaking of which, yeah, we'll go to a Mariner's game next week. I'll buy us tickets. We'll
1: figure it out. Yeah, no, 10, we'll go. $10. You'll buy the ticket to make me pay for gas, probably. That's
0: right. And you drive.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I got to do $80 in gas, $40 to park. But you'll there buy you the $5 ticket and yeah. it'll stick us up in the
0: there you go. fifth section. That's up right. Top. Nothing but the best for you. We oh, actually went 640 we, start. I thought it was we, uh,
1: When we went to the game, we were, we were in one of the bleacher, like we were in the left center bleacher. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, I wonder what row we're at. So I'd look and we're row like J or something. We were the very back row, very mm-hmm. back row. It was nice because I got to put my arms up on the on the walkway the whole time. It was good.
0: We'll be sitting closer, especially for that price. It's oh, like yeah. thirty bucks for like the, oh, and we the can good walk good seat. And
1: sit wherever we want to. Yeah. I t- did you? Uh, I, t- I talked about it on the show before, didn't I? The the cups, the cold cups.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But I can't drink if we go down. I gotta drive. Yeah. To Drive us back. So
0: I won't drink in solidarity. Okay. Okay.
1: Then we'll close drink. it
0: out there then. That's it, right? Betway nineteen plus. Uh, if you choose to play, please play responsibly. Go check out Betway. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll close it out there. See if we. Uh, I'm not. We're not doing a show next week. I'm not. You're you're gonna do. something. We might
1: take a week off. Yeah. I'm um, taking a week I'll off. I'll see what Harm's up to. If Harm's around, I'll do a show. I'm not gonna come out here and do a solo show. We can take a, a day off um, for the week here. Um, but Valid. if Harm's around, I'll, I'll get him in here. We'll cool. Do one with Harm.
0: All right. Well, we'll close it out there for our producer Aaron Beratto and my co-host chris faber my name is david guggiolli thank you so much for listening to another episode of the canucks conversation see
1: ya!
2: thanks for listening to canucks conversation hit the subscribe button to never miss an episode
1: how about keep it to a thank you jim planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen